Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every day of the work week. And we meet a, again for the, uh, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many times. But I do like keeping track of the shows. It leads to milestones. You know, oh, this is the, uh, this is the certain number show. Carl just did that. Uh, he had his 400th show uh, when I appeared with him. The other day on uh on who are these podcasts you know that was um that was a great time that was the show where cars christmas incredible new york come to oregon come here temperature algorithms incredible for crust cripple uh in that appearance uh I had Aram post that to the subreddit so that my friends on the Freeburn and Outwing Show subreddit can hear it. Uh, most were like, ah, I'm not even going to bother. He's such an asshole. I'm not going to fuck with him. I'm never going to fucking listen to it. I did get someone who wrote this. It wasn't that bad. Eric really nailed home what's wrong with Freeburn and Hot Wings these days. They didn't really step out of line in my mind. They were very fair in my book. Eric didn't come off like a sour ass for being fired years and years ago, as some comments would suggest. It was more of taking funny shots. Shit you would have heard if the group was still together today. Mocking one another for the silliest things. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Tim. Aram says the come to Oregon is a sing-songy way of talking that is annoying. Percher algorithms incredible. Four crust cripple. Maureen says, I just, I just listened to it. You were great. Really intense there. Really, really gets going and then slowly fades. Uh, glad to see you all here. Maureen is um, especially on my mind right now because uh, Michigan is trying to get their act together when it comes to um, cracking down on people who abuse animals. And I, it's really kind of uh, strange in my book that they have to rally to try to make it more punishable.
to hurt an animal. It shouldn't have to come to all of uh, this time, energy, and money to make throwing the book at convicted animal abusers in Michigan a thing. In Michigan, animals are property. And that's just stupid. My dog, I can do whatever I want with it. The Project MI Pet Initiative would establish a public registry of all convicted animal abusers in Michigan. Uh, Genesee County Sheriff Christopher Swanson said this isn't just, which is where Maureen works. She she, uh, puts herself in harm's way with all sorts of wonderful volunteers to try to uh, um, convince people who own these pets but don't take care of them to relinquish them. So they'll they'll walk up to some house and the dog's chained to a cinder block with hardly any food, emaciated. Then they have to kind of like coax their way, sweet talk the owner hey you know you don't even want this dog you know shit like that it's really terrible that that has to happen but anyway um the sheriff says this isn't just my own personal experience of 30 years being in law enforcement i'm seeing the constant continuation of animal abuse and the worst cases here in west michigan we've had uh, a lot of incidents where this has happened to that uh uh uh, muff tat dog bitch Lisa Kober of Kober's Canine Rescue in Norton Shores. Not a rescue. That dumb bitch just would stockpile dogs and then, you know, once a week take them to the pet store. And eh, it's an adoption thing. Yeah, it's going to cost you this much to adopt this dog. And it's the dog hasn't had any care. It's uh, got all sorts of issues. Has uh, no, no, uh, veterinarian care on it whatsoever and and people are adopting sick dogs that are near death and the dogs are dying left and right in fact um the various um agencies that assumed responsibility of all that crazy bitches 78 dogs a number of which have have passed so that's all kind of hitting close to home right now these guys are considered property much like a car or a couch or any other type of object said big lake humane society shelter manager velvet light sounds like a stripper name ladies and gentlemen welcome velvet light girls 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 so once they are seized in a criminal activity the dogs or cats are held as evidence or whatever pet, and we aren't allowed to adopt them out to a home, and criminal processes can take weeks, months, years even, uh, years even sometimes. So, like, Colbert's canines are all in uh, foster settings right now, and they might be there for a while because, you know, it, it, they, they got to use the dogs and, and pets as evidence to charge this crazy bitch. The initiative creates a 22-day maximum, Light said, so that's three weeks in the care of them being in the shelter, which is important 
because they don't need to sit in a kennel or even a foster home when they could be in a real home while their abuser is walking around free on bail. I got a better idea. Whenever anybody does this, just shoot him in the face. Wouldn't that be much easier? I mean, like like we in, on, on, on the, in the world have any use for some fucking maggot who um, abuses an animal. Demonstrators hope to encourage lawmakers to add the initiative to the 2024 election ballot. Until action is taken by the legislature, ballot initiatives like this one require a certain number of signatures from the public to make it onto an election ballot base. This number is based on how many people voted in the last election. So now they're saying that they need about 750,000 signatures, which will be needed for this initiative to make it to the 2024 ballot. So I think all they're looking to do is to make it so that... um, the process can be expedited. That's all. That's all that's going on here. The initiative creates a 22-day maximum that the animals can be before they can be adopted out. So this isn't going to do anything to punish the bad people. I don't think, unless I'm missing something on the story. But yeah, all right, maybe that'll that'll help to when in the aftermath of when this idiocy takes place, but. Um, my God, it should be like a mandatory life sentence for these, these idiots who do shit like this. I don't understand it. I can't make heads or tails of people who do this shit to an animal. Um, Kenny writes, couldn't the shelters be made better places to be? Oh, well, they are, but you got to understand just the simple idea. Shelters aren't bad places to um, uh, have animals, but you got to understand there's it's loud. The dogs, there's a lot of barking dogs in there. And just that alone, that's just the tip of the iceberg of stress. Okay. You know, it's not, I mean, look at, look at behind me. All they have is my big mouth. Now imagine a large, echoey, cold room um, with a lot of noise. That alone, I mean, let's be honest. If I was in a room with you, Kenny, and you were there telling me uh, 15-minute story after 15-minute story, I know I would be shaking and would probably throw myself out of the window. Oh, there you go again. I'm, I'm doing. It's a joke. It's a joke. Relax. Um. So yeah, that's a little bit tough to pull that off. Even even the best circumstances, like going over to Harbor. <laughs> he says, "I'm never, I'm never telling you another thing ever again." Uh, volunteers are needed things like that my god so that's just uh it's ridiculous uh dear meathead happens in uh, 47 minutes dad joins us for dear meathead 
you may notice something. This has been kind of bubbling under, but I, I think he, um, when he picks up the phone, a lot of times you'll hear in the background, say hello, say hello. <laughs> Poor Joanne has to tell my dad to say hello. I think a lot of times he just picks it up and just puts it to his head. Is like, okay, now, now what? But um, once you get going on the conversation, he's okay. He's all right. Let's see what else I want to talk about here. I can't even read my. Oh, um, it's warm out. Today's going to be near 80 degrees. Now, this is like the whole, this whole area of the Midwest is, um, is, is hot as hell, warm. But don't look now, but at the start of next week, snow is back in the forecast. What? Unbelievable. Yesterday, I was so excited. I sat down here and I busted out uh, some karaoke. And it was Judas Priest living living after midnight. And it's crazy because you sit down, you sing the karaoke song. You go, oh my God, everybody's going to love this. And then you post it. And then later on, you listen back and you go, that sounds like fucking shit. Oh my God, so embarrassing. But I had fun. I think you can make it through about 13 seconds of it, of the singing before you realize this is, this is terrible. Honestly, it wasn't, it wasn't that different than. (laughs) Tyler says, good. We need cool weather as long as possible while I save up for an AC. Are you calling Joe Martinez? Um, going back to Kenny and his uh, unedited Moby Dick length stories. Books that are shorter than a normal, uh, books that are shorter reading time than a normal Kenny conversation. War and peace. The Bible. The entire Harry Potter series. The Chronicles of Narnia. Moby Dick. Nosferatu. You could read all of those. And Kenny would still be telling you a story. The Stand. Tommy Knockers. It. Les Miserables. Hey, so anyway, I woke up. And, uh, you know, I mean, my God. Just that would take like half an hour. Encyclopedia Britannica A through Z. I never forget when Kenny visited me. I was uh I woke up, turned off the fan, and right away I could hear So anyway, uh yeah, I mean he's he's talking. And uh I opened up the door and then the, I can I, I can hear Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And it's like the NFK. He's listening to the story. And I uh I don't know if he was genuinely listening or 
because it's tough to get the NFK to focus on anything. And God knows what Kenny was talking about, but man, he was, he's jabber jaws. Just, just flapping gums. Were you, um, was it a scenario when you were in grade school where they're like, okay, can we just get you to stop talking so you can pay attention to the lesson? Is there any way you can just, I mean, seriously, we're going to send you to the principal's office. Holy shit. Aram says the NFK can't get up and walk away that easily. And he says, hey, we had some good conversations. He talked about throwing salt all over your kitchen, knowing it'd piss you off. Which, by the way, I had a, uh, I'd have a conversation with him the other day. Um, uh, so he, he rarely, like, washes his hands outside of, like, taking a shower. I doubt water, actually. Or he intentionally washes his hands. So an entire day of ass-picking and uh, tobacco chewing leads to a grime ground onto the hand. And then uh, he'll brush his teeth and then the water from the toothbrush in his mouth will, will run down the toothbrush onto his hand. And then now what most people would do is... Um, wash the hands or at least rinse them off and dry them but no not him so his hands soaked with uh toothpaste jizz and and a mix and a blend of toothpaste jizz and grime and then he'll open the drawer where he keeps the toothpaste and put the toothpaste and the toothbrush back in there and then he'll touch the outside of the drawer and and close it and so the toothpaste salt chew as Kenny says grime then is now on the front of that uh, drawer face and then it just drips down like four streaks from four fingers and it's it's like a gray ash look and um, you know then I have to clean that and then I had to corner him and I said hey um, and explain to him the mechanism of what's happening there. I go, can you rinse your hands off, wash them, and then, then dry them so that they're clean and then proceed with touching things? Oops. I think something was playing while I wasn't. That shouldn't have happened. I don't know what that was. Something else was playing for some reason. I think it was a news story. Oh. Um. All right. That kind of threw me off. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, and then he... he uh, all of these years of... Uh, you know, before he moved in with us, toothbrushing or brushing teeth was... Just did not happen. And uh, so one day then, he's getting pain in the teeth. They're They're literally falling apart. And uh, that has led to these appearances at the dentist. And, um, you know, this stuff takes time. They got to get you in. They got a schedule. 
So he's got another one coming up in May, a month away. But meanwhile, the teeth keep hurting. And he walks up to me yesterday, way too close, way too close to me. He's a close talker. And he's standing about three inches away from me. And he's like, hey, can you call Dr. Lee? Yeah, what's up, buddy? There's one right here. This this canine tooth is on right here. This thing, look it. And and I, I don't want to. But um is is this there's a lot of uh a lot of carny tooth appearances going on. There's a, a multitude of various shades of brown in there. And uh you look at say it it hurts this this one right here hurts to see. Can you see what it's doing? And I'm, I'm like, and I didn't want to look and I just kind of glance over and I see, uh, it looks like, uh, my backyard after a winter full of dog shit. And I, I go, yep, I see it. You get put it, they put in a call for me. I gotta get this one taken care of too. Oh, fuck me. Marine says, is he still chewing tobacco? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That is a, uh, I mean, from the time he wakes up to the time he goes to bed, uh, 14 hours of tobacco in it. He is, has tobacco in his mouth more hours of the day than he does sleeping. Tobacco, coffee, and feces. That's what is in his mouth the most. Feces from his ass to his hands to his mouth. Um, so now when he sat down with the endocrinologist and she said, you're not drinking anymore, you're going to die. That scared the shit out of him. I'll never forget that. Uh, she goes, um, you have cirrhosis. He goes, what? Yes. Um, it's very, and you're lucky because I normally talk to people. And I have one of two conversations, like the one I'm having with you now, or I'm telling you it's early, or I'm saying you have two years to live to them because that's what cirrhosis does. You have to stop drinking immediately. And, uh, you know, then he's like, well, what about once in a while? No, not, not once in a while. None. Period. Cold turkey. No more drinking at all. Not non not non alcoholic beer, nothing. Nothing. The cellular makeup of your liver is being destroyed with scar tissue. And there's no going back. Every bit of it that's destroyed by alcohol and every sip of it is destroying more of your liver. You will die a painful death. She was so matter of fact, this dentist or this dentist, this doctor. And he's like, she put the fear of God in him. He hadn't had a drink since. So, you know, I don't think until I don't even think that all of his teeth falling out of his head is going to help him. Um, he's going to have to have someone tell him he's going to die. Someone who's an expert saying he's going to die. If you don't stop. I, I, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's rough, but then where do you draw the line? I mean, people got to live. 
You know, how do you feel about that? Um, I can't, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's, it's kind of like you're in a weird spot with him about what you should tell him to do. Ryan says, if he has no teeth, he can't chew tobacco, but maybe he's good with that. Well, again, he doesn't really chew. He just puts it in between his tooth uh, and teeth, his gums and his lip, you know? We shall see. Kenny says, poor guy. He can't enjoy anything he likes anymore, LOL, except watching TV for 16 hours solid each day. Brandis says, I mean, he could die if he doesn't stop. Chewing causes cancer and shit. Oh, I know. He knows that. He's well aware of that. I don't think he gives a shit, frankly. Oh, my God. All right. So that's part of what uh, I have going on today. Uh, Ran into Team Knuckle Dragger yesterday at the gym. I informed them that I... uh, Talked to them, I talked to them about them putting the fart machine right by me when I was doing the ab exercises to make it sound like I was farting. As we welcome in Brandis. Thank you for the uh, encouragement, Kenny. To play that again. Play it again one more time. No compression and no spark in the car. It's like Brandis's walk-up music when she arrives. Oh, my God. Kenny says that should be the new subscriber. Uh, Chris says that should be the new subscriber noise. I think I can do that, but I don't have time or the know-how or the ability to remember. Need a Kelly laugh track for the opening of Black Sabbath Sweet Leaf. Maureen says never tell this crowd you don't like something, LOL. All right. Sorry, I'm just kind of meandering around topics here. Uh, I need questions for Dear Meathead again. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. Send them along. I've got a few, but I always like a few more. I like to have a little bit too many. Uh, just just a little bit heavy on the questions so that I don't run out. Eric at ericsaintshow.com. If you have a question for Dad on Dear Meathead, who is uh, with the warmer weather, he's outside, and he's like, oh, my God, there's leaves. Still leftover leaves that uh, fell over the winter and he is just batty about that picking him up one at a time for you folks that are enjoying the show on facebook at eric zane fan page on facebook uh at eric zane show on twitter eric zane show on youtube i'm about to send you on your way as you know 
You can get the full show uninterrupted live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. That's where you go. Again, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or download the Twitch app. And then once you do that, you can follow the page, comment on what we're talking about, things like that. The audio podcast is available to download wherever you download shows. And if you ever need anything, want to talk to me directly, the quickest way to do that is uh, send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Uh, Kenny says, Eric needs uh, commands like other Twitch peeps have. Or maybe the uh, spending channel points to play stuff. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know what the fuck that means, but that's okay. I kind of just like talking about the things that I have to talk about. But I'm stubborn and old-fashioned. So that's my fault. All right. Thank you, folks. I will now send you on your way, except for the folks on Twitch. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Facebook brought to you. I I said that. Jesus. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Uh, Thank you for following. The psychopath in Louisville bought the gun that he used like a week ago. Bank employee who opened fire at his Louisville workplace targeted specific people with a rifle he bought legally a week earlier. Uh, Louisville Metro Police Department Chief Jacqueline, Jacqueline Gwynn Villaroel said in a news conference, Connor Sturgeon, 25, bought the AR on April 4th at a local store. All right, now, people are like, okay, stricter gun laws. Make it harder to get the gun. Um, to me, the only way you do this is if you're going to make it more difficult to get a gun. Um, when you try to purchase it, you don't leave the store with it, and you have to appear in front of a gun board and they they do a thorough examination of you. They look at your social media. They interview your family members. They look at your medical history. But you see, that's way too time consuming and quite an intrusion in your privacy in order to uh, get a hold of something that the Constitution of the United States protects. The suggestion, how about we make the gun store responsible? Well, the gun store is to the letter of the law following the rules. Uh, they, they didn't do anything wrong as spelled out in the law. The laws matter. They did everything by the book. The only lawbreaker here is the bad guy who decided to go kill everyone. Maureen says, why does the average person need an automatic assault rifle? No one needs that 
It's crazy. Um, I can't say that I disagree with you. So there's that. And that's where I'm kind of like in this weird type of zone where I'm like, uh, I don't know if more gun laws are going to do anything. But at the same time, I'm with you. And then on the other side of that, I'm like, the second we start restricting that or making that illegal or making that harder to get, it's not like the bad guys don't have access to other guns. And then if they go in with four pistols with 16 rounds of hollow point bullets each, or maybe they have one of those fucking uh, switches on it that turns it into an automatic, then it's like, oh, now we got to ban those. And I hate to go down the road of slippery slope, but people who uh, want the uh, right to own and bear arms protected, this is the big argument. Then what? Then you're going to go after uh, hunting rifles. Then you're going to go after pistols. Then you're going to go after shotguns. So this is tricky. That's why when the first person says, well, why do you need that? You don't need that. The alarms go off in their heads that you want their guns to disappear. And I, I, I see it both ways. I really do. But I'm also of the belief that more laws won't do anything. Nothing at all. Uh, the chief said that a rookie cop was shot in the head while responding to the mass shooting remained in critical but stable condition. It's looking hopeful, she said. Uh, Officer Nicholas Wilt graduated from training just 10 days earlier. There's video, body cam footage of all of this. It's fucking intense. Oops. Again. Crazy ass audio plane, and I don't know where it's from. Hang on a second here. What the fuck is going on? All right. Audio check. Video check. This is the body cam footage from this incident. The Louisville, Kentucky Metropolitan Police Department released police and bystander footage from the shooting at Old National Bank on Monday. Pull up, pull. Go, 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 go. Stop. Stop right here. Back up, back up, back up, back up. Get me out here. The first video is from Officer Nicholas Wilt's body camera and shows Wilt and Officer Corey Galloway arriving at the scene. Wilt, the guy who got shot. Two shots are fired, and then the two get out of their car and approach the building. I think the guy in the trunk is Wilt. Or the guy, I'm not sure which one is Wilt. I'll take it. Guy with pistol is Wilt. 
The second video is from Galloway's body camera. As officers approach the building, more shots can be heard, and Galloway is seen falling to the ground. Okay. Um, this is Wilt. He just got shot. The uh, blurred out area, that's Wilt. He just got it in the head. And then Galloway goes down, but he's not injured. He runs down the steps and takes cover behind a planter near the street. Officer. The bad guy's actually in the bank. I think I got him down. I think he's down. Yank Galloway just shot him. Yank him down the stairs. Galloway eventually is able to see and shoot the gunman. I think he's down. Galloway then approaches the building and runs past Wilt, who was seriously injured by the gunman, 25-year-old Connor Sturgeon. Okay, so what's blurred is Wilt. Yeah. Suspect down! Get the officer! Hey, Galloway enters a building and Sturgeon's body is seen on the ground. There he is. What you saw in that video was absolutely amazing. It's it's tragic, but it's absolutely It's a hell of a fucking shot because the bad guy was kind of just leaning around trying to get a shot and that uh the that cop put one right in his brain. Amazing. There's only a few people in this country that can do what they did. Five people were killed by the gunman and eight others were injured, including rookie officer Wilt, who was in critical condition with a gunshot wound to the head. Sturgeon was a full-time employee at the bank for about two years, according to... See his, um, this is Connor Sturgeon. And then they said that the, where he put his pronouns, he, him, people are suggesting that that's a red flag for people. <laughs> if you put your pronouns, he, him, it, uh, for some reason... Should be a should be something to alert you that you have a crazy person on your hands. It was LinkedIn profile. According to a law enforcement source, he had been notified he was going to be fired. However, the Louisville mayor called that claim inaccurate based on the information given to him from an official at the bank. Fuck me. Oh my god. God bless those cops. That was amazing. Um Tyler says, I'm sure Puddin will cover the pronoun link on his show today. Uh, who cut the cheese says, after this video, can we watch the video of the Russians beheading a Ukrainian soldier? No, thanks. I have never once seen a beheading video. I can't. I wouldn't do it. That's just too much for me. I think that that, that, that would fuck me up bad. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? I was going to make a comment. Jesus. Uh, shit. Where was it? It's right there. Unlock it. Unlock. Unlock. Uh, there's a, uh, a comment that I see. It says all of these sad news stories. We need to laugh. Do 
Do you have any laughing sounds you can play? This seems to affect our lovely Brandis the most. Uh huh. Uh, a little bit more on this insanity. Um, when the shooting was over, officers and teams from other agencies ran re entered the bank with supplies and started providing medical treatment right away. Uh, there's talk about purchasing the rifle. Shooter legally bought the gun at a local gun dealership six days before. He used it to kill five of his colleagues. Um, Kentucky imposes a no waiting period between the time of purchase and the physical transfer of a firearm. Some states have waiting periods of seven to ten days. I don't even know what that that matters. Who gives a shit? If you have to wait seven to ten days. I mean, you you buy the thing, and then you wait seven to ten days before you decide to go shoot up your workplace. It's still not clear what provoked Sturgeon to uh, go on this rampage. He had interned at the bank for three summers and been employed there full-time for about two years. Investigators are combing through the footage and other evidence to try to understand what led to the massacre. That also left several wounded, including a cop who was shot in the head, as we talked about. They executed a search warrant at the home. They didn't, uh, they said they didn't want to say what they found. Yeah, it seems like every time we, um, we have one of these, uh, horrible scenarios, they, they just kind of end you know and then uh nothing nothing happens after we just kind of like left to pick up the pieces it's horrible i uh i i I can't stress enough protect yourselves ladies and gentlemen when you're out in the wild don't think that in any way shape or form you are safe i know it's sad to say but uh it's fucked up out there and this could happen any place any time where you may be I can't stress enough, and I'll say it as plainly as I can, like I said yesterday. Arm yourself with weaponry, with enough firepower to protect you. And that takes a little bit of training. And I think your life is worth it. So though you may be uncomfortable uh, in getting proficient with a weapon you eventually will be comfortable and then you will be safer this is as the only thing we can do right now no law is going to make anything better no uh nothing can happen quickly to keep you safer you need to take the responsibility and do this for yourself and the more of you that are armed the less chance you have of getting murdered in some horrible scenario like this. Okay. That's it. I know I I know I uh, I kind of uh talked about that quite a bit yesterday, but uh to me it's it's worth it.
That's worth saying again. Uh, Cole in uh, beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado, suggested on yesterday's show that you can get a tank. And uh, I, I stand corrected. I, I guess you can. Over Pay attention to this guy. 200 machine guns, 80 military vehicles, mortars, bazookas, flamethrowers, and even tanks like this Russian T-54. And the cost of his arsenal, a whopping eight plus million dollars. Okay, so this guy has all of this shit. Eight and a half million dollars of armaments. He's nicknamed Dragon Man, and that's because of the dragon bike he built in New York in 1967. He's got, he's, he's riding around on a motorcycle with a fucking machine gun, and this dragon uh, that's built onto the motorcycle is a flamethrower lives on a 40 acre property in colorado springs called dragon land and you see this is right this is right next to cole's house it's embellished with spooky signs like this okay so there's a sign this guy was a registered democrat from there he operates a gun store six shooting ranges military museums and bike tracks okay this i i hate everything about this guy the businesses attract more than 10 okay. Got this fucking machine gun. Thousand customers every year, which is how we can afford his exotic collection. The 77-year-old dragon man lives with four adorable girls. They okay, here's the best part. He lives with four mannequins. They keep his company, giving him everything he needs and never asking for any favor. This is Anthony Cumia in 15 years. Poor Anthony. Oh my God. I doubt there's a lot. I, I doubt many of my audience is following that shit, but oh, oh boy. Josh says, is this where Mad Max was filmed? Cole says, this is a fun place. I would say that it's worth a visit. I wouldn't have a problem in seeing that. Uh, Tyler says, of course you can buy tanks. This is America. I wouldn't be surprised to see panzers start rolling down my street for joy rides. I don't think, though, that you can have one that's functional, that that the cannon works. I think that that's, that's what I was talking about. And it didn't indicate on there that the cannon does work on those tanks. Uh, all right. I've got Patreon coming up a little bit after this show finishes. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Sign up for Patreon. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes on tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. I'd love to see you all there. Uh, the open and live stream of today's show is brought to you by Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. If you need a mortgage, you want to get pre-approved for a home, this is who you call. Anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Hawaii, Maine, and South Carolina. TC Paintball. Paintball War number 22. The Spring Fling happens uh, Sunday, August. I'm sorry, April 30 at 4 p.m. Going? Let me know. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Otherwise, TC Paintball open. Uh, well, as much as you want them to be open. Book a party. They'll take care of you. TCPaintballGR.com. The Dirty Donut Gravel Race, the number one gravel race in America. Uh, 10 mile, 21, 41, and 61 mile distances, June 3rd in Martin, Michigan. If you want a race, this is the race where when you're, you're, you go through the course and you hit a donut station, they take five minutes off of your time for every donut that you eat. It's hilarious and fun, fun for the whole family. 
especially if you do the short race. Do the whole family, ride down the gravel road, have some donuts uh, afterwards. There's a party, food, drink, the whole nine yards. DirtyDonutRace.com. Use code ZANE23 at checkout and save 10%. Okay. Hold that thought. Your old pal EZ has to go tinkle. My apologies. I forgot the lost Zane recordings Monday. I've really been sucking in that regard. My apologies. Thank you for the reminder. Uh, Chris. Chris is like, he listens to that when he goes running and shit. Listens to those shows. I can't do it. I don't know how you do it. My apologies. I will get that done for you. Kenny just cheered me. That is very nice of you. Thank you. You didn't have to do that. It's a lot of money. Uh, okay. But I got time to get into this. Thank you to whoever sent this. I think it was Maureen. The uh, late show with Stephen Colbert did it. You're going to like this. This morning, backlash brewing against Bud Light over its product placement deal with TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender actress. Connected her transgender status to what has historically been a male-dominated brand. The hashtag Go Woke, Go Broke has been trending online with some customers turning against the beer, including musician Kid Rock. Bud Light. I love how everybody laughs when they see his stupid video you tired of woke beer that blurs gender lines want to drink the beer that you were assigned at birth then reach for shaft beer the only brew that comes in a can shaped like a penis so you know just who it's for pop one open and put it in your mouth shaft harkens back to a golden time when men so if you're not watching this you're just listening to the audio podcast <laughs> the beers come in a big stiff dick and they're all holding the dicks and drinking out of them. These huge cocks. And they've blurred the cocks so that they can do it on TV. And knew how to do man stuff. Like grab assing in the shower. So tug on a shaft today. And if you want less beer, try Shaft Light. It's the same beer, but in a can the size of Kid Rock's penis. Shaft. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a three-inch can or two-inch can. That is funny. I, uh, I, I, um, reminiscent of guy stuff. It's the old Joe, uh, D Mike stunt. Grab shaft today. Yeah. Oh, that is, uh, spectacular. Oh my God. Oof, Kid Rock going to go after Colbert next. I I wonder how he would handle that. His sense of humor. Uh, John Rich from Big and Rich. uh, He's got a bar in Nashville. And um, he was uh, on Fox News or whatever the fuck talking to Tucker Carlson. And... uh, he said, yeah, Tucker, uh, I, we're not selling Bud Light at the bar now. And his, he's like, well, we've got cases and cases of it, but no one is buying it. So, you know, if that's true, he's suggesting that people in and around where Kenny lives and Aaron lives, 
that they're all they're all like on board with this banning of Bud Light because they sent a case of beer to the transgender person with the transgender person's face on it. That's all what this is over. This is so stupid. If um and so I think people are using it. These knuckle draggers says, "Ah, oh, well, fuck them. Well, let's let's make them go broke," which they might. I mean, if you're suddenly uh, gonna uh, do that, and then everybody uh, jumps on board with this type of a uh, witch hunt over Bud Light because they gave away some beer to a transgender person, I would like to think that people could be smarter than that and not a fucking idiot. Bud Light's just doing that to get more attention, try to make some more money. Uh, I don't think ultimately it will hurt them in any way. I know that uh, the the morons who are saying, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna make them go broke because they're doing this. But I think that all the, the attention they're getting is going to help that brand. Kenny says, "I'll support anything Kid Rock doesn't want to support." Good way of life, right there. You know what's funny about that is. Um, like Ted Nugent's a fucking asshole. Kid Rock's a fucking asshole. Uh, big and rich. Fuck you guys. I, I would still listen to those songs. I, I still will. Uh, sometimes I don't, uh, when I get pissed off, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I can't do it. I'm too goddamn pissed. But then I settle down. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I don't even give a shit anymore. Cause, uh, is at the end of the day, I, I still like that fucking music. So I don't care if they murder kids. I'm still going to listen to their music. Like, have you ever heard the Charles, uh, Charles Manson's music? It's fucking brilliant. Charles Manson is a hell has a hell of a fucking voice or did. He makes some uh, amazing, amazing, made some amazing music before he got locked away. Uh, Aram says Zane listens to Travis Tritt. I didn't include him. I, I've never heard any of his songs. I, I, I think I may know of them, but I, I, I don't know any of Travis Tritt's music. Uh, Kenny says it's like Chris, uh, Chris Rock said people still listen to Michael Jackson, but not R. Kelly. Yeah, Michael Jackson's a weird one. Uncancelable. I don't know. It might have had to do with the time that it happened. We weren't yet canceling people as much back when Michael Jackson was uh, being looked at as a pedophile. But, uh, yeah, are they assholes? Of course they're assholes. Would I go to a Kid Rock concert? Nah. If I would, it would just be to see all these lunatics. It kind of makes me upset. But in the privacy of my own home, I would still I would still uh, listen to his music. Um, salute to Brian Lashoff, Grand Rapids Griffins defenseman. Just announced retiring. Friday will be his last his last game. 14-year career. Uh, started with the Red Wings, drafted with the Red Wings, stayed in the organization the whole time. Majority of it spent uh, here in Grand Rapids. Wonderful person. Uh, one, one of the things he told me was that when he lived in Albany, growing up in Albany, New York, he used to listen to the Freebird and Hot Wings show when I was on it. 
on the bus when he was a kid. So that's pretty fucking disgusting. Makes you feel really old. Uh, Dad, Dear Meathead brought to you by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Hello. Oh, no. Uh, butt dial. That was uh, not the correct number. That was not my dad. Good morning, Grand Rapids. Good morning. How you doing, honey? I'm well. How are you? Okay. Man, what a sunshine, eh? Oh, the weather is just fantastic, Dad. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I was talking to you yesterday, and you told me that there's some real work to be done in the yard. Yeah, I, I got it done late, late yesterday. No, you didn't get it done. Well, you, you, I got it all done, Joanne. Well, you you were working on it. You, I, I know you were working on, on, on the leaves. Uh, that's what I was working on. Right. Well, the yard is still a mess. Leaves are all over the place. All right. You know, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, going to keep you busy for a little bit, Dad. Are you using a rake, or are you just picking them up one at a time? Uh, no, this particular project that I was working on is, uh, it's a, what is it? What? Ornamental grass. It's a ornamental grass. Oh. That grows I, 20 foot tall. I thought you said uh, oriental grass. Yeah. You had to chop it down. Well, I had to chop it all down to the nub. And it grows all over again. Yeah, you're supposed to do that in the fall. Well, too, too late now. Oh, okay. for God's sake. We do it in the spring. We do it in the spring. All right. Because right. I like looking at it in the winter. Okay. All right. So, uh, so it's a big things plan. Everybody uh, says hello. They're so glad that you're doing it. Did you have a good Easter? Yes. Hello. To everyone, happy Easter, belated Easter, and uh, let's uh, go get on with the new year. All right, you, yes, yeah, happy, yeah. Uh, so you're saying you're saying happy Easter, happy New Year. Yeah. Oh man, hey, man I'm looking outside, man. What a sunshine! What a sunshine! You know, uh, I was looking at it, and at the beginning of next week, it's going to be so cold that we we might see some snow. I'll tell you what, we are not very predictable states. Yeah, it's, it's it can be weird. There's no doubt. So, hey, it is what it is. All right, Dad, I got some questions for you from this great group. Here we go. Yes, hello, great group. Mark writes, good morning, Reuben. Good morning, Joanne. My son just turned one years old over the weekend. Well, happy birthday. And uh, he says that he threw a big party for him. Do you... Uh, recall what you did for your son Eric's first birthday. I have no clue. Yeah, that was a long, long time ago. I, I don't know. <laughs> My wife is mumbling something. I don't know what she said. Oh, she, she says, I don't know what I eat for breakfast. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing going back 50-some years might be, might be a tall order. Oh, I, I have no clue on it. Yeah, I know. Uh, Justin writes, Dear Meathead, I always love hearing you and Joanne every week. You're both, both so, so joyful, loving, and caring. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I wish I could see you. I wish that thing, all, all wonderful statements personally to you. He, uh, he says, also, the back-and-forth conversation between you and Eric is not only entertaining to listen to, but I am, <laughs> he says, I'm so glad you guys spend time uh, having that conversation with all of us. Well, I'm, I'm glad oh. to do it. And... Well, we enjoy it, and it was a pleasure speaking to you guys. Uh, especially Eric. Eric is a super, super sweetheart young kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> young kid? Are you kidding me? I'm yeah. going to be 53 well, years old soon. Match me. You're a young kid. You know, it's funny. Is uh, I don't I don't feel old, and uh, my brain is, is young and fresh. How about yours? Absolutely do. Okay. So do you feel young and energetic? Oh, God. I was out there, God knows, uh, late at the evening, trimming a tree that's like, yeah. I don't know, 15 foot tall. Hopefully you weren't it's on a, a ladder. A bush. You weren't on a ladder, were you? No, I was just did it off the ground. Okay. Yeah, I know. You're probably doing that till midnight. Joanne's like, come on in, it's time for bed. Uh Justin wants to know if you've had any hobbies over the years. Uh, didn't you do coins and stamps for a period of time? I did. I did stamps. And coins. And coins. But mostly stamps. Yeah. And, but my concentration was that I had. I don't even know what happened to my stamps. Well, what are you supposed to do? Just collect them and put them in a protector? Is that it? Well, this was a totally organized. And there's a... I forget what I how I did it, but uh, yeah, you know, I I can't remember what I did. Now did, how I did what did, I did. Didn't you do that with my brother Mike, your son Mike? I don't know. Yes. Okay. I said yes. You taught Mike how to say stamps. Oh, yeah, all right. Did yeah. you hear what she said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I, I I knew you guys did something like that, and then you 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 collect the stamps and you just look at them, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. And then uh, every year that new postage stamps comes up, you buy a set of it and put it back in a collection. And they're worth money. Oh yeah, it's actual money. I didn't know that. You sold them to get an apartment. <laughs> She said, I, Joanne says, I sold it to get an apartment. Oh, my God. She, I don't even hey, remember. Yeah, she's not kicking you out, is she? No, no, this is after oh. broke up. Oh, okay. Wow, I didn't realize that. I remember when I uh, when you um, when you moved out, and uh, I, I went to that apartment that Joanne was referencing, which is still there to this day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember walking in there, and it was full of, like, hippie furniture. It had, like, beanbag chairs. Uh, Yeah, I had no furniture to speak of. Right. Well, that was a... And then I remember I found a stack of Playboys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You brought it to the lake or the swimming pool. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Dad, what's going on with this? 
No, I think that your pal down the hall, uh, Gary or Al. Do you remember Gary and Al? Yeah. Uh, the name is on the sound right. Oh, I remember God. who they are. Those guys were crazy. I think there was something going on there. I think they. I think those guys did cocaine or something. Well, the, this guy was on uh, marijuana. Uh, uh, what's the liquid they drink? Uh, I don't think it's marijuana. No, it was. No, it was coke, but it wasn't liquid that you drink. Oh. Uh, I don't know what the. I never drank that stuff. Okay. Coke. Coke like stuff that goes up your nose. No, I never did that. I never no. did any of that. Oh, I know you never did. I know you never did. Um, all right, Nathan writes, dear meathead. There's a bird nest just above the door to my house. And the birds, they attack my wife and kids when they get near the nest. Yeah, what, obviously they yeah, would. You know, because they think that they're going to, they're like threats. So what, yeah. what, do you, what, do you, what would you do here, Dad? I just leave them be. Because uh, that's a nest. There's no way. If you start tearing it apart so they can go... You're damaging them. Well, yeah, he's he's asking uh, how do how do I remove the nest? I don't I don't think you can. I think you're just screwed. I guess they would leave after so long. Yeah, it's gonna take a couple of weeks, but then they're gonna hatch and they're gonna take off. You know. Yeah, and then you clean it all up so they won't recognize it. I think. <laughs> would you now? There are some people who would just say forget it and just smash the eggs and say, ah, no, go, go no. to hell. I, I can't do that. That's that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I would never Absolutely. Do. Yeah, I, I And if you remove it, that's created a problem. I, I mean they're gonna just they're gonna leave and and they're gonna die. Right, yes. You wanna just I think he's just gonna have to do something else, like maybe uh open up a window and climb out every day. <laughs> I mean it's just like my kids, you know. I can't just get rid of them or yeah. mess them up. I, I, I would absolutely do that, by the way. If I had to, the only way out was uh, through that door and I didn't want to disturb the nest, I would actually do that, go out through the window because I'd love animals so much. Yeah, that's absolutely. I, that's a, that makes you just a loving person. Absolutely. Uh, all right. And I know you are. So I think, I think Nathan, you got to live with the nest and uh, because otherwise, you know, you're killing the no, babies. No, don't damage them. Leave yeah. them be. I mean, what does it do? Because it takes a few weeks, uh, they're going to be gone. Ah, come on now. Um, David writes, dear Meathead, there's got to be something over the years that you've been really, really proud of. What is one thing that you are really proud of? And uh, after you give one, Dad, I'll I'll give you one that I'm proud of you. Oh boy, I really didn't think of myself being something worth being proud of—just a human body. <laughs> I don't know, honey. I, I I can't tell you. Well, I'm proud of my wife. <laughs> proud of you. Okay. Proud of your brother. Uh, well, okay. So you started with not proud of anything but my human body. Well, I started thinking. <laughs> Pardon me. Uh, I'm actually proud of me. Yes, just overall. I, I think, okay. Um, and, and you said us, but I think when you're talking about you, you need to be proud of, 
uh, immigrant coming to the U.S., don't know the language, becomes a success? Well, in reality, I'm proud of the way I handled when I came to this country. And the only thing I could, for instance, eat is, uh, what was that, Joanne? Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yes. Oh, you remember. And apple, pie. and apple pie every day. Yep, yep. Uh, so that's a big deal. Um, and you, I never had those stuff in my life. You, you should be proud of the fact that you became very spiritual, you know? Yes. Uh, proud that you quit drinking, saved your yes. life. Oh, absolutely. Smoking. And smoking. And smoking. Oh, my God. That, that right there is a hell of a list. So uh, quit smoking. Proud of that. Quit drinking. Proud of that. Spiritual. Yes. And uh, uh, proud, not proud of anything but my human body. <laughs> yeah. I said, hey, listen, I lifted weights. There you go. I, I did a lot of things. I love it. I think that those, I think we ended up pulling it out of you. Oh, yeah. And also, just an advice to anyone that's trying to do something like that, don't quit after a couple of movements. It takes years of, uh, of practicing and working out. And and I yeah. actually have lifted weights. And you got to do, you got to, and then stay with it. You got to develop new habits. You got yeah, absolutely. Thank you for your help, honey. <laughs> you did great. You did great. Uh, Ryan, new listener, says, "What is the secret to living a long?" I, and we've asked you this before, but it's always good to drop it in there. What's your secret to living a long, healthy life? The long, healthy life is combined to what you do to your body. Oh, we're back to the body. Your body is the uh, temple of good health and God. Uh huh. All right. Uh, what about and treat, and treat it like it's a temple? What about like uh, chewing tons of tobacco and your teeth are rotting? Is that? Oh, no, 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 no. No, chewing tobacco. I I actually don't like people that chew tobacco. <laughs> no, you can't say that. Be, uh, you well, just... I don't mean it that way, but it's, it is gross to me. Yeah, it, it is gross, and it's a, it's a dirty, dirty habit. Dirty, dirty habit. To be... No, I, I cannot tolerate it. <clears throat> so, uh, okay. It, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. got their own crutches. People got to live their lives, you know. Yeah. It's uh, it's unfortunate. Well, uh, of course, I, okay. I don't I don't despise them or dislike them. No, I know. I a lot of friends that did all that. Well, the and reason I why that next to them. Remember the swimming pool at at my apartment? Yeah. This guy that uh, uh, chewed tobacco and all that, and they were good friends. Yeah. Well then. <laughs> no, they just spit in the pool. I hope not. Uh, no. No, the, reason, the reason why it comes up is because uh, our, our my beloved stepbrother, not stepbrother, my uh, brother-in-law, Kevin, you know, he chews tobacco all damn day. And it's I think it's going to affect him in the long term. Absolutely. Yes. So I don't know if I mean, if I have to say something, I don't I don't know. I, I feel like I'm um, overstepping my bounds if I try to tell him what to do. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how if he can correct him or make him stop. I don't know. I, I do know what he does. I mean, I'm not his father. I'm not his. I'm not. His, I'm not my brother's kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I think you're a very intelligent person, and uh, you deal with that with intelligence. Now, if I had it, if my son was engaging in that behavior, then I would say something, as you would. I mean, like if I was uh, uh, smoking crack and you knew it, you would you would be upset and tell me what what's up. Oh, I'd really be upset. I would do everything in my power to get you to stop doing that. I'd, I'd follow you around. Yeah. So when you took something out to put in your mouth, I'd be on top of you. You'd beat my ass. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, okay. I want you guys to enjoy this great weekend. Everyone loves you. The uh, conversations always take a fun turn. Thank you. I love the audience that you got. They're wonderful people. Okay, Dad, everyone cares about you, and I will talk to you and Joanne. And I should say, everyone cares about you and Joanne so very much. You guys are the absolute best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Audience, you guys are the best. Okay, guys. Well, I love you, and have a good one. All right. Talk to you later. See you, Joanne. See you, Dad. Bye. Bye-bye. There you you go. Uh, Not proud of anything but my human body. Add that to the pile of things that he has said. The more I talk, my mind comes to life. Um, comforting or educating. And talk about dog training. He refers that to educating the dog. Um, a car can get you from one point to another. A man is a man. Not a question of frugality. Bits of celebration. Her madness was never anything you begrudge. That's written on a Grand Rapids gold paycheck. These are all fucking paychecks. Affordable limousine. West Michigan hockey. Sarah Honda Granville. Bennett flooring. Blue Frost. That's where I write my notes about my dad. Incredible. Thank you, everyone. I'm proud of you, Eric. You're like a son to me. Tyler says, God, I love meatheadisms. Florida man, 814. This is the best audience ever, except for tobacco chewers. Fuck them. Meathead almost. Can you, I, man, if my dad said the F word, I would be, I would be, I'd, ha, I'd be ruined for a day. Chris says, do you still drive limos? Not much. Not much at all. I think I still do. I was asked to do a job the other day, but I, uh, I, I just couldn't do it. Punching politicians. Be proud of that, Cole says. Oh, my God. He punched Faust. Jim Faust. Or Faust or Fouts? It's Fouts. He's the mayor of Warren, city of Warren. This is the guy my dad punched in the face. Look at this dude. Here he is trying to look young. 
Fouts. He looks a little like Randy Macho Man Savage. Bad wig, bad weave. What the fuck is going on with this dude? Look at Warren Mayor Jim Fouts compares black people to chimps. This guy does so much fucked up shit. Mayor Fouts posts bloody pics after falling on sidewalk while jogging. This is what he looked like after my dad punched him. This guy is a fucking idiot. I'm going to own your truck, he said to my dad. And that pissed him off bad. For some reason, that spun him out. So my dad put his hand through the glass of the passenger side. My dad was a fucking bitch. Mean as a pit bull, strong as an ox. Whammo! Right through the fucking glass. Reaches his other hand in the glass, through the window, pulls him towards him, and then starts punching his face in the glass. Bam! Bam! Ah! Oh my god! Glass everywhere. Maureen says pit bulls aren't mean. Shut up. It's an expression. They're strong. All right. Strong as a pit bull. How does that sound? Oh my God. I wish I could have seen that. And then the guy drives to the police station and my dad follows him there. They both get brought in. They're both drunk as shit. Faust is only a councilman at the time. They detain my dad, make Joanne come and get him. They said, Councilman Fouts has decided to not press charges. My dad, Joanne's like, what? Yeah, he's uh, Councilman Fouts. They wanted, they swept it under the rug because of who he is. My dad got lucky. Chris says you would think your dad was an iron worker or a coal miner, badass type, not an insurance salesman. He used to do collections after my dad retired from insurance. Charity scam Mike hired him to uh, get people to pay who had outstanding bills for um, alarm monitoring. He has an alarm company. So he goes, all right, here's a stack of these people that owe me money. Go get the money. And uh, Mike's still asleep. There's no way he's up right now. He would fucking you know, pay me. Fuck you. Pay me. I mean, he was a, and then if they couldn't pay, he's like, give me something. I need some money. I can't go back to my boss with no money from you. I need some money. Yeah. He was like, uh, he was just short of an intimidator. People didn't know what to do with my dad. They, they just couldn't handle him. Much calmer these days, obviously. You remember the teacher who got shot by the little fuck six-year-old? Wherever that was, Newport News, Virginia. Here she is, the start of the school year, pretty as a picture. Uh, Abigail Zwerner, 25 years old. 
And then the little fuck brings a gun into the classroom and shoots her in the chest. She put up her hand. Bullet goes into the hand. A lot of the momentum slowed down, but it buries in her chest. Fucked her up real bad. She ushers all the kids out of the classroom. Helps subdue, subdue the six-year-old. The six-year-old's fucking mom had the pistol accessible to that little dick. And um, all throughout the school day, there was the kid had been uh, spouting off on the playground that he's got a gun. And so he said that to another kid and another kid told the lunch lady, lunch lady told this admin, the admins like, holy shit. And they like corner him and like, when they like search him and there was nothing on him, he had pulled the gun and, uh, the kid hit it and then he got it back in his hand. This is over several hours. This all happened. So they know the kids talking about doing this and then they leave him in the classroom and then the little prick pulls it out and boom. Holy shit. Uh, She is suing for $40 million. Abigail Zwerner says the school was aware of the student's violent history and refused to take action despite repeated warnings that he had a gun. You know, and for anyone who says, ah, this was caused, this uh, incident was caused by the gun. This is gun violence. Um, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There's a million and one things that, uh, that can be pointed at as to why this woman got shot in the chest. And it has nothing to do with gun laws. Idiots. Um, she says the school had been aware of this dumb fuck kids, violent nature. Some kids are just fucking horrible kids and you got to get them out. You got to just fucking... Get them out and keep them out. Just a bad apple. Little prick, five, six-year-old kid. Um, They refused to take action despite repeated warnings that he had a firearm at school the day of the shooting, according to the lawsuit. The lawsuit was filed against also the Newport News School Board and two other parties, former Superintendent George Parker and Assistant Principal Ebony Parker. The lawsuit, shit, fucking pop-up ad. Lawsuit also references a previous incident in which a student strangled and choked his kindergarten teacher. I don't know about you, but if I'm a teacher and a kindergartner, a five-year-old, start tries strangling me, um, the distance that I would throw that child through the window would be record-breaking. It would be like dwarf tossing. Um, When those hands go up to my neck, I'm going to go under, around the head, and now I've got the head like this with the the face facing downward. So arm up over the hands, breaking the grip, and now I'm going to, I've got the kid in a reverse headlock. Um, You can actually hold the left arm up Like you can put the kid in a DDT from WWE and drop all your weight down and smash his fucking face on a desk, the carpet, very violent, destroying the kid's face. That's what you do when that happens. Then you pick him up like goddamn Andre the Giant and you throw him through the window. That's what you do to this little piece of shit. Okay. 
I think the teacher that was strangled and didn't do that to this kid should be fired. When the teach when the five year old puts tries to choke out a teacher and the teacher doesn't kick his ass, the teacher should be fired. You know? All defendants knew that uh, it says John Doe, but psycho kid attacks students and teachers alike, and his motivation to injure was directed toward anyone in his path, both in and out of the school, was not limited to teachers while at the school. The student had been removed from Rich Neck and sent to another school, one of those asshole schools, for the remainder of his kindergarten school year, but was allowed to return for first grade in the fall of 22. Can you imagine if you're at your Abigail's Werner and you see this little dick walking up the first day? Oh, fuck, here we go. Here we go. He'd been on a modified schedule after, quote, chasing students around the playground with belts in effort to whip them with it. Where are the lunch ladies? Uh, Tyler says, it sounds like the school in Michigan that allowed the shooter to stay in class despite numerous red flags brought to the... Yes, that was uh, crumbly. Yeah, same, same scenario. We got to go back to 1975 when Miss Philippi would beat the fuck out of Rusty Ogburn for doing fucked up shit in the classroom. Oh, fuck me. Or Mrs. Crothers. There were always these uh, these tough-ass female teachers who, you know, you get on their good side and you're set. But if fucking Rusty, oh, my God, the shit she had to do to that little fuck in front of everybody, flip his desk, push him, get outside, stand in the corner, get to the principal's office, hit him. Yeah, he whip his ass into shape really fucking quick. Fucking Ogburn. Uh, Chris says Granny Gorder was the recess Nazi. You're damn right. And, and they always had names like that. Granny Gorder. Uh, bitch Bazinski was ours. I remember Mrs. Bazinski. Who were in first grade. Called, fucking bitch Bazinski. And she'd go around and she didn't even get, she didn't even get, you didn't even get in trouble for calling her bitch Bazinski. But, uh, you know, you, we started playing N-word pile and, uh, it got a little bit too intense and she just starts pulling kids off the pile by hair, ears, hair. I mean, it was all fucking open season for her and she, and she was up to the challenge was bitch Bazinski. Oh my God. Nowadays, little fuck going around the uh, playground with a uh, uh, a belt, and they don't do shit. Chris says there was always three or four girls that were her minions. Oh, for sure. Uh, that would that would knock your ass out. You know, we start playing N word pile, and uh, we're not supposed to be doing that. And and then you know. Uh, some of the other chicks would go knock our ass out and then fucking Felicia Praviti. I'll never forget that fucking bison ass bitch. Oh my God. She was so pissed off at me. That was the chick who threw that big fucking, uh, it was a, a pie, a, a big, uh, dirt pile that became really hard like a rock. But if you hit it hard enough, it would explode. And she, uh, threw the fucking thing at me and it, 
caved in the side of my fucking face and blew up in a big pile of dust and I was uh, uh, concussed. And that they don't care. You just put a fucking ice pack on it in the nurse's office and get back to class, you little dick. You deserved everything you got. Nowadays, the little dick chases kids around with a belt, strength, cho- chokes out the teacher, brings a gun and shoots the chick. Chris in Buffalo says, I drove school bus for a couple of years. Couldn't do shit. God forbid we try to put the fear of God in those little assholes. It'd be our fault. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, teachers allegedly often flagged this little dick's misbehavior, but were ignored. The lawsuit states, when the child was at times taken to the office, the lawsuit alleges he'd return with a reward like a piece of candy. Oh, my God. I've told this before, but if you got sent to, first it was Nagy, the principal, who only had two fingers on the hand that you shake hands with. So it was the oddest feeling in the world when he'd shake your hand. And then he retired and Cracknall took over. And oh boy, that was, talk about on notice, day one. I'm your new principal, Mr. Cracknall. Cracknall is his name. And um, real mild-mannered until you went in. And then you walk into his office, and he's taking off his coat, and he's rolling up his sleeves, and you're like, oh, fuck. Fuck me. He goes, all right, this is... I like this is your choice, Eric. Note, paddle. What is it? And hurry, because I don't have time. And he knows I'm going to go with paddle. Because it'd be worse if you bring that fucking note home. Fuck that shit. And this was when I was pounding the erasers in Jenny Markuzik and Kristen Gryaski's face. Uh, uh, while the chalk dust, they're asthmatic. <laughs> they had, give them their fucking sprayer or pumper. <laughs> Palo. Office. Office. Mr. Palo. Fucking shit, here we go. Note or paddle? Paddle. Drop. Pants go down. Wham! Right on the ass. Two more after that. Oh, God. Out. That's it. Done deal. No note. Everybody's on the same page. Problem solved. We need to start hitting children more in school. Uh, Stevie says they're too soft on kids now. Bust out that paddle like in our day. Never happen again. Never happen again. Wait, what? Pants down? Oh, yeah. Whitey tighties. Oh. God forbid if you were a kid who didn't wear underwear. No, those kids need to be beaten. If they deserve it, they need to be beaten. I am all for beating children in school. Well, anyway, this chick is suing for $40 million. And I hope she gets every fucking penny. Would you? Okay. If, um, if you stopped a bullet with your hand and your chest 
and you've got you're traumatized you probably never want to go to another school again and then you won 40 million dollars and like it, it was like you know as soon as you won you got the money so uh, uh we rule in favor of the plaintiff 40 million dollars give it to her they give her a big suitcase full of money and then i would say i would take a bullet for that amount of money wouldn't you i mean if she if they said okay you got 40 million dollars if you could go back and do it over again, not have the $40 million and not get shot, would you do that? And if she says, I would rather not be shot, she's a liar. I would absolutely do that. If I knew I wouldn't be dead, take a bullet, $40 million, awesome. Win-win. All right. I am so behind again. So I got to make this shit up. First off, buy a t-shirt. EricZaneShow.com. Click merch. Thank you if you've purchased them in the past and then mailed them back to me. Uh, maybe the one you had is wearing out. Get a t-shirt. EricZaneShow.com. Click merch. Berlin Raceway has racing this weekend. The icebreaker, and the weather's going to be great, so it's called the icebreaker, but we've got good weather. And that's it, because as soon as the races get done, the cold front moves in. It's going to start to turn shitty again. So your last hurrah before the weather turns cold, Berlin Raceway, at least for now. BerlinRaceway.com is where you go to get tickets for this race at just 5 bucks. They price them like that in the early spring or mid-spring because they know it's can be a little chilly so but not saturday it's gonna be great so you can get tickets for just five bucks you got a 4 p.m start time and uh you can bring a cooler with all your snacks you can bring beverages just no alcohol and no glass berlinraceway.com thank you to joe martinez from a and e heating and cooling if you're getting in uh, in the market for a new air conditioner tyler Make sure you call Joe Martinez, 616-285-50. If I find out that you went with somebody else, I might punch you. 616-516-8579. You'll also need that number to set up your appointment for an AC tune. 616-516-8579. We got Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. Jeremy out the door. If you need a pool opening, you know you got the safety cover on it or whatever. You want them to open it up for you, they'll do that. 616-457-0500, scheduled today. Need any service work done on the filter or whatever, call Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. They've got uh, dozens of brand-new hot tubs in their showroom on Chicago Drive between 8th and 12th, south side of the street, eastbound. Blue awning, can't miss it. All the chemicals you need for your pool, and they will install an in-ground pool for you this summer. 616-457-0500 for your in-store consultation. Don't go anywhere. I got to go potty again. I'm sorry. This happens from time to time. Tyler writes, it's down to Joe Martinez and one other guy who actually came in a bit cheaper. Did you say to him, can you beat this? I. You got to let me know if you did that. And how much cheaper? You got it. Because, okay. Yeah. Oh, dude. You should. Yes. Yes. Hey, hey, this guy came in cheaper. Can you beat him? Eric said you will. You have to do that. Yeah. Just say, hey, man, I want to go with you. 
but can you beat this guy? Eric says, you will beat it. And see, I want to hear where that goes. Uh, at, at the worst, he'll say, I can beat it. If he can beat it, then, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Joe Martinez, are you hearing this right now? Are you actually in attendance? No, I don't see him. By the way, if you guys see any lurkers, take a picture of it and let me know so that I can block them. Any of the usual lurkers. We don't want them around, the lurkers. Uh, I think uh, worse would be he'd tell you to suck his dick or your mother's a whore. Tu madre es una puta. Can you beat that, Joe? Come mis nalgas cuando yo estoy cagando, cabrón. Maureen says they're all using fake names. Yeah, I don't know about that. I know most of the people on here. Uh, well, I can't really say it for sure. There's some I don't recognize who just kind of keep it down the down low while they enjoy the show. But whatever. Look, look, fap, fap, look, look. All right. Silly. Uh, this went down at a baseball game. It was sent to me as a Muppety Flappity leg break. Not exactly here. Yes, there is a broken leg. Uh, Joe Martinez says, uh, email the quote and I'll see if I can. Aha. There you go. See, Tyler, you just got to mention it. He'd be happy to work with you. He was probably nervous. He probably was afraid to see. You know how that is sometimes when you're haggling? Hopefully that works out. That's cool that you're here, Joe. Appreciate that. Uh, All right. This was great because it ended in kind of like a fight. Audio check, video check. Guy on third. On the ground to third. Moncada's coming. All right. Now you see the guy coming in here? To third. Moncada's coming home. Oh, right there. His leg broke in half. But you can't really tell. On the ground to third. Moncada's com- okay. coming home. Throw his-, his left leg is destroyed there. On the ground to third. Moncada's coming home. Throw is high. Sebi got there. I can't enlarge it for some reason. And that is out at the plate. And Cruz is hurt. And I'm not sure what Santana was talking to Sebi about. I mean, that's a- okay. So the trainer rushes out there. And then while that's going on, a fight breaks out. Oh, here we go. Here we go. There's a fight brewing now. And everybody spills out just to the left of home plate. Sebi Zavala and Carlos Santana were talking. Carlos Santana. And now here come the bullpens from left center field. Out of nowhere. So they're all just milling around talking to each other. I always get uh, annoyed with these types of baseball scrums where no one's actually throwing a punch. On a high throw. Now, 
Now look, and then the and then the uh, they run out from the bullpens to kind of stand around and be part of this. Why don't uh, you know? Like in in hockey, the goalies just skate towards each other and then they fight. Why don't they just fight in the outfield with each other out there? You know. Wow. Now Michael's still in this game. He's got to relax because he's still in a very close game, and the last thing he wants to do is get run and have them then go to the bullpen. I understand him wanting to protect his teammates and all, but he... This is all so stupid. ...the pitcher on the mound at the time. Well, Michael Kopak with Ethan Katz now. Ethan got to him and has pushed him away from the fray. My God. You know, it's... Uh, when these sports start to do shit like this, uh, the way a, uh, a, a silly baseball fight is, and by the way, the guys just lay in there rolling on the ground while the rest of the team's... Push each other and say bad words. Uh, if you're gonna do that, why can't they just have um, hockey rules for one game? So if that happens, two guys will square off, and maybe another fight could be breaking out. Or you know, and or you know, if they all run out on the field, you have to pair up with somebody and duke it out right there. The only time anybody shows up in hockey. Because it's the two guys fighting. Everybody just leaves them alone. No one else joins the the fray. But occasionally you get one where uh, you get a line brawl where everybody on the ice is paired off with somebody. And then very rarely you get a bench-clearing brawl. Those are the absolute best. Uh, Griffins Rockford. Aha, I've showed this one before. It was on uh, like cancer recovery night or something like that in Rockford, uh, Illinois. Peter Mrazek in net for the Griffins. Brian Lashoff, the guy I mentioned earlier. This is his, uh, God, he had been in the league for only a few years. I'll tell you what, these uh, penalties being called on Rockford, they're uh, not even getting their money's worth. It's not like they're running guys over. <laughs> right. Or... On the near side, here we go. Pizza's going to drop him. we got to find the new. Now we got to fight back in the Grand Rapids side. Now here we go. we got to have a goalie fight. Carter Hunt's going to jump in. Here we go. There goes the goalie. He's going to go. Hunt's going to drop him with Marazic. we got ourselves a hollow line brawl. Back at the blue line. Oh. Still pounding at Griffin. Now going nuts. Back on Lashoff. I believe it's Sean Malone. Hunt and Marazic. Now everybody coming off the bench. As Beach. Here we go. we got a bench clear. At the BMO. Everybody going to square. Look at this. Look at Brad this. Beach was hammering on right. Look at all that equipment. Now the fight back in the, just in the high slide. I believe is that Lalone still going at it. Everybody's still matching up. Now in front of the ice on bench, we got more fights. Everybody on the ice here at the BMO Harris Bank Center. Holy shit. Well, Beach and Sheehan started in the face-off circle. And now it's McCullough. Mitch Callahan. Perry getting into the mix. <laughs> Hammering on Mitch Callahan. Parody's going to grab Callahan. And then Brookbank back behind the play was that last shot by Adam Brookbank. He dropped him with. Marazza came out. 
Brookbank gave it to him right away. Well, he gave gave Brookbank maybe a little bit of a Look at that fucking madness. Yes. Wasted no time coming down. Oh, that's a sucker punch. Sucker punch. And Perry. Perry just took a sucker punch. Look at how little Perry is. He had no business beat in a fight. Neutral zone skating down at each other, and then they came down the other way. Shan posted up behind the net. They ended up. This is gonna spark up again. Obviously, right off the faceoff, just went at it. We still have a scrum in front of the Rockford bench. They're having a hard time getting control of this one. Billings and Clendenning were just broken up. That's center ice by the referee. McCardle's going to be kicked out of the game for Rockford. And the Ice Hogs. Now, the Griffiths were the first off the bench. That's absolutely, that's true. They had three guys that came off the bench as Beach was uh, pounding, I believe that was Shan. And obviously they weren't happy in front of the Ice Hog bench. We cannot see who's going at it. Now we can by the... Go, there's last off. off. Lalone, Brookbank in that mix. Flick, Callahan. Now, McCardle back in. Beach is going to be kicked out of the game. If anything, it's going to probably raise the value of these pink jerseys. <laughs> well, this will go down in the books. That's not the first time we've seen the Ice Hogs involved in an altercation like this. And He's going to drop them with Tatar. They're going to square up back in the Rockford zone. The fight that will not... It's still going on. Holy shit. Tomas Tatar. that will not end. Now, Clendenning got dropped. Now, here comes everybody to the aid of Clendenning as Tatar dropped him with a punch. Fucking great. Clendenning. And I'm sure the comments on the old YouTube, Clendenning is gone, and it's going to take a while to sort out this <laughs> Here at the BMO between. Holy shit. Woo! Um, you just don't see that shit anymore. Man, I wish we did. Uh, best goalie fight ever was Hextall Potvin in 96. Oh, fuck, now I got to see that. Hextall Potvin fight. Hextall Potvin, the greatest goalie fight in NHL history. Okay, hang on. I'll make sure I got this. Yes. Taking off his gear. fucking love this this ended the game oh my god look at a hextall skating over like a like shot out of a fucking cannon <laughs> yes the fact that uh, he only skates over to fight with him because he's a goalie you know it's not like he's done anything to piss him off 
right? Uh, Kenny says, if this was the NFL, these guys wouldn't play the rest of the season. You're right. They get a five-minute penalty. That's it. They, they get to take a break. Marty Biron and Ray Emery was a good one. Mark andre Fleury almost fought Jordan Bennington a couple weeks ago. Damn, refs wouldn't let him. Oh, my God. You're not kidding. Goalie fights the absolute best. Um, you know, they've they've kind of neutered the game now. Two fights and you're out of the game. They need a uh, a new commissioner to say, um, all of those rules are out the window and you will be rewarded for fighting. Going forward, uh, there is a bonus program if you start a fight. And it's tiered, you know, like one-on-one fight, you get a bonus. More than one fight, you get a bonus. Uh, if you're involved in a, if you cause a, a line brawl or a bench clearing brawl, these are all things that can earn you millions of dollars. And uh, no punishment other than a minor or a major penalty can be called on you. I mean, seriously, we need to get back to uh, the, the fucking Broad Street Bullies days. <laughs> Broken leg, $150,000 bonus. As Bruce now is on his back. Chris says, we were always told racing, fighting in in the pits is banned. Fighting on the front stretch gets you $100. So true. So true. Uh, How did I get into this? Because I was watching the stupid baseball fight. Hey, advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Send me an email, eric at ericzanshow.com. I'll tell you how it works. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. Lowest price for flooring in the entire state of Michigan. Guaranteed. Uh, worth the trip. And then, oh, by the way, an additional 100. I'm sorry, an additional. I don't know why I said that. Additional 10% off when you say my name. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Go there. Bring a vehicle that can get the stuff home. And take it home. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet on Chicago Drive in Granville, Michigan, behind the Little Caesars. Uh, tag accounting done for the year. We'll hear from them next year at this time. Thank you to Irvine's. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Most trusted place to get your vehicles repaired in West Michigan. 616-532-6600. The absolute best. So, your vehicle breaks down on you. Oh my God. That's a terrible thing. Get it towed and just say to the guy, take it to Irvine's. They'll handle the rest. They're the best. 616-532-6600. Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid and EV. Uh, Remember Bosco's pub. When you want a burger, when you want a beer, go to Bosco's pub in Hudsonville, Michigan. Hello to the Kent County health department, improving the quality of life for people in Kent County. If your little ones are not vaccinated, keep them in mind. You can get those vaccinations for measles, mumps, rubella, on and on, all those important things that need to be taken care of for little or no cost if you qualify through the Kent County Health Department. And finally, batting last in the order today, Sarah Honda Granville. Shop for a brand new or a certified pre-owned vehicle today at Sarah Honda Granville. Right on Kanawha 
just north of 44th, next to the Cracker Barrel. All right, looking forward to the Patreon. I'll be talking about Madonna is making a change in her face. And um, a woman was driving her car, and she wound up in a shallow lake. And she's very lucky, and I think very stupid. Tell you that story coming up on the Patreon. But right now, we got to figure out this asshole of the day. I was telling um, Team Knuckle Dragger, they hated Brian, get asshole of the day for doing fart machine on you when you're working out. I go, well, no, he was going up against Louisville Shooter. It was close, but Louisville Shooter won. Uh, all right. The NFK's mouth is rotting. The Louisville kook bought the gun a week before. Teacher is suing for $40 million. Shaft beer. Base brawl. Um, boy, I don't, I don't even know. It's gotta be the Norfolk school district, right? For your asshole today. Norfolk school district. I hope she wins that lawsuit. Brought to you by TC Paint. Paul, thank you so much, folks. Let's see if I'm forgetting anything. Asshole today, asshole kid, or has been musician's boycott of Bud Light. Folks, I appreciate you, and uh, I will talk to you on the Patreon. That is going to do it for this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Till next time, have a good one. If I don't see you on the Patreon, have a great day.